time with the enjoy and my man, the blonde bombshell, the unicorn. Jump bucket time. Hey, Buckets, before I bring you in there, that war cry was for one of our loyal listeners. Let me tell you his name. JDGG9RT. And this motherfucker came on our comments and said, the yeah, baby, the past two episodes has been a little bit spotty at best. So for you, Ooh. JD, you motherfucker, that one's just for you. I love you so much. Buckets, how you doing? Man, I feel like that had a little bit of extra oomph to it. But JD, you got to remember that when Ian's in his home studio, the mic can't handle the yeah, baby. That's not on Ian. The mic will literally explode if he goes full power on that. But Ian, doing fantastic. Glad to be here, baby. Match day three of EPL coming on. It's a good day. It's a beautiful day, John Bucket Timer, when we get together to shoot another episode of Stoppage Time. Today is episode number 91, everybody. We made it to 91. I can't believe we made it to 91. But John Bucket Timer, this is a special one because I really want to check in on you after your big hit on Tuesday. Congratulations <laughs> on that massive hit. You played your very first ever draw bet on our show, Stoppage Time. It was plus 270. Plus, you've gone three and one over the last two shows, episode number 89 and 90. Congratulations. Thank you so much, Ian. Do we want to get into these games right now? Just rattle them off? Go straight through it, baby. I'm just going straight through it. Uh, we talked about the Tuesday twos and the Wednesday twos, and the twos were too good to us all this week. <laughs> Boom. We had, let's get this out of the way. We had a loss. We were on Rakow, Chets, both teams to score at minus 135, and that did not hit. But it didn't matter, Ian, because we were on Rangers versus PSV Eindhoven to end in a draw at plus 270 on points bet. And we even threw out there, we thought it would be 1-1 or 2-2. Final score, 2-2. But I got to tell you, man, that was my first time betting a draw, and I hated it. That was the most stressed I've been watching the game in a long time, because it starts off, you don't want any goals. 0-0, 0-0, perfect score. Rangers go up 1-0, now you're cheering for PSV, 2-1, it's just... That's a lot going on. Doesn't matter. We cashed it regardless. And then we did not stop there. We went to Wednesday and took Galatasaray over one and a half goals team total at plus 115. And if I'm not mistaken, Ian, we cashed that in the first half. That was a disrespectful line for Galatasaray, who ended up scoring three goals that game with a little bit of help from the beautiful boot of Mauro Icardi. What a strike to cash that ticket. And then finally, we had a little bit of Liga MX action light, or late last night where we took Club America to win the first half on that first half money line. Made it a little bit tricky when they went down 1-0 in the first five minutes, but it did not matter because they dominated to give us a nice little 3-1 and one Tuesday and Wednesday to midday week, Ian. John Buckenzheimer, you are just absolutely fantastic at this. Buckets, full of money. You know who didn't hate the draw? It's my man here, CBMS420. Check out this message for you, John Bucket Timer, and myself from the last few episodes of Stoppage Time. He says, Thank you for the winners to pay for the strippers. Oh. All right. <laughs> You're welcome, I guess. Whatever you choose to do with your winnings is exactly up to you. John Bucketheimer, the importance of live betting is always there when we're talking about your final bet, Club America, because they conceded a goal that was two minutes into the game. When they went 1-0 down, we proceeded to text each other, live watching the game. And what did we say to each other? And what fuck happened? I told you, Ian, you get, we had a little bit of a back and forth, and you said, Buckets, Club America is dominating. They are absolutely winning this game, no questions asked. And that first goal is coming any second. So I told you... 
I'm going to double down on the first half money line at plus 370. Honestly, Ian, they could have had four or five goals in that first half. It was one-way action the entire time. But live betting is so, so important, especially when the better team goes down early. Because all that does is pisses them off. Club America looked way better for that first 45. Well, you all heard producer Rob last week. The live betting, the ideas, the strategy behind the scenes. It's been worked out with our excellent team. It's going to happen sometime very soon. And it's happening at a special time when we are uh, least expecting it. Stoppage time is going to take over the fucking game because of it. Hey, it wouldn't happen without our partners, PointsBet. we got to thank you, uh, PointsBet, for bringing us and bringing you the best and the latest and greatest soccer betting show out there. Buckets, there are a lot of people trying to emulate what we have achieved so far on stoppage time. There are some other people who have been here for a while, but nobody's doing it like us. Nobody's doing it like us. And it wouldn't be possible without PointsBet for giving us access to the stoppage time crew and all their tremendous lines available on the points bet sports book. So thank you so much to the PB team here, Ian. And we're going to keep doing what we do every week. We're just going to keep crushing it. You best believe it. Massive betting show for everybody out there today, backed by popular demand. Well, actually, it's back because me and Buckets are 13 and 7. It is the heavy betting Thursday show, all focused on the Premier League as match day three is approaching. Before we get there, Buckets, I want to give a shout out to our loyal listeners because the messages over the last three shows has been exceptional. We asked for comments. We got comments. You want to hear some of them? Always. This is from our listeners, our fans, the betters, the followers of our show, Stoppage Time. I want to say thank you before I read them out. But I'm going to begin with Oscar M. Barcio, 4029. Liga MX picks two days in a row. Buckets, fuck yeah. Oh, were you? Oh. I got you, buddy. Yeah, you're welcome. Uh, we also got Lydia Yanez, 7927. One day, I'll catch you guys live. Thanks again for all your hard work. I totally love this segment. Salim jumped in. He said, speaking of Messi, I got him as top goal scorer for plus 3,500 and into Miami to win the championship for plus 2,100. I know I didn't even get those lines at their best payout. So people got it better than that. Right now, into Miami are plus 700 on points bet to win MLS Cup. It's getting uh, more and more realistic. Let me remind everybody out there, they're 12 points behind with 12 games left to go. So be very careful when you're betting into Miami, even if you are a lover of Lionel Messi. The second best, 2877, says, great show. Enjoying the updates and the picks. Spelldog, 1522. Nice Freiburg kit, Ian. I wish I could get one of those. Interested. Maybe I'll give it away one day. Great show. Great information. See you in the pay window. That's from Japan 248. Buckets, I hope you see him when you take your vacation in a couple of years' time, uh, a couple of days' time, a couple of weeks' time, whatever the <laughs> fuck. And then we've got Corey Dono, 7773. Great name, Corey. I love Corey. Do you like Corey Buckets? It's a great name. Uh, nah. It's okay. Yeah, there are some fucking weirdos named Corey out there as well. <laughs> Another banger of an episode. Is Buckus' forehead shrinking? That's sad. Uh, is it? Does it look smaller? Is it the new haircut? You must be working out, Buckets. My head? <laughs> <laughs> Chris K. Bench Ed Cap Bench Captain. Bench Ed Captain. Bench captain. I fell in love with the sport because of Thierry Henry. Watching the 2003 Arsenal was an easy way to get hooked of the beautiful game. Him coming back to manage would be absolutely epic. Great show, guys. And that was obviously in regard of our episode number 90 when we talked about Thierry Henry back coaching the under-21s of France. And then we've got a shout-out for our man, Yoshi. 
How about this one from <laughs> Taylor Dutton 17 Love the graphics. Buckets, a little love for Yoshi, please. Yoshi is by far my favorite member of the producing staff here at Stoppage Time. So nothing but love for you. Did you hear that or was that just in my headset? That was just in your headset, but we okay. love you. What was it? An earthquake? No, I heard some, some uh, we'll call it colorful language from one of the other producers here at Stoppage Time. Yeah, we can't hear that shit. So as long as they're disturbing you and not me, the better. Uh, keep the comments coming, everybody. We appreciate them. And as soon as possibly get the best ones out there, we'll share it with you, our loyal listeners. Let's move on to Messi Watch before we get into our Premier League picks for this magical weekend. Um, buckets. It was the Open Cup semifinal yesterday. FC Cincinnati against Inter Miami. I mean, Inter Messi. Sorry, Inter Miami. Uh, Lionel Messi once again stole the show. Here is the scoreline and the goal scorers. Acosta opened the score in 18 minutes into the game. Uh, Vasquez, Brandon Vasquez made it, what, 2-0? 53 minutes yep. into the game before Campagna pulled one back in his 68th minute. And then in the 90th plus seven, stoppage time, Campagna scored again. And then all of a sudden, an extra time, Joseph Martinez comes off the bench to score a banger to give Inter Miami, Inter Messi, I mean Inter Miami, the lead, three goals to two. And then Cincinnati put it back thanks to Kubo, who was excellent off the bench. It went to penalty kicks. Miami won by five goals to four. They didn't miss a penalty kick once again. Lionel Messi, his statistics from this game. John Bucketheimer, he played 120 minutes in this fucking game and even took a penalty kick, which he scored. He went first. Two assists in this game for Lionel Messi. Uh, accurate passes, 55 of 65, 85%. Chances created five. Big chances created two. Total shots from Messi. Interesting stat for everybody out there betting on shots. One shot from Messi in 120 minutes. This is where it gets interesting. Listen to these stats from Messi in the game against Cincinnati. Nobody's talking about what he's doing off the ball and when he's trying to get the ball back. He had 85 touches of the ball. Successful dribbles when he has the ball. Five out of five. So every time Messi ran with the ball at his feet, he never fucking lost the ball. Passes into the final third, 16. It's an insane amount of numbers. Accurate crosses, one out of two. Accurate long balls, five out of five. Every pass he hit over 20 yards fucking hit its destination. This is what impressed me most. The defensive side. Lionel Messi won two out of two tackles. And he recovered the ball two different times. Messi's changing the fucking game, John Bucketsheimer. Here's his stats right now. Up to date, Lionel Messi so far in Miami has played a total of 714 minutes plus stoppage time. Eight games, 10 goals, three assists, one yellow card. Buckets, he is fucking unbelievable. He's just such a complete player. I know that when he first moved here and he scored in his first seven games, everyone was saying, like, this is what he's going to do. He's going to run over. He's going to score nonstop. And he's just going to defeat people by himself. And he's showing that he can do it with more than just himself. He's bringing the rest of the team. He's getting everyone involved. The whole Inter-Miami team is getting better just because Messi's presence. He's creating chances all over the pitch. It's truly a joy to watch, man. Those assists he had last night were a thing of absolute perfection. It's so much fun watching Messi right now. A little note for all our loyal listeners out there. Me and Buckets do an epic Premier League heavy show on a Thursday. But on Tuesday's show, we give out Bundesliga picks and we also look at Messi Watch. We look at some of the other games that take our fancy. On episode 89 or 90, I think it was 90, we talked about Lionel Messi. And we said, hey, both teams to score. I was going for a Cincinnati win. You were going for an Inter-Miami win. It was a draw at the end. It went to penalty kicks. But one thing that we said in that show, one of our listeners picked up. His name is NDQKH7BW. He said, thank you both 
for both teams to score, Cincy versus Miami. You guys are the fucking best. That means the world to me, Buckets, because when we are talking, even if it's not a play that we're saying, people are listening and making their own fucking bets and winning. It is my absolute favorite thing we do on the show here because Ian and I today will give out 10 picks. But if you listen to what we're saying, you can pull, you know, damn near 50 picks from what we're saying. Yes. And that's what we're seeing more and more of our viewers doing, following our picks, but also saying Ian really mentioned he like X and then making his own picks off of what Ian is saying and what I'm saying myself. It's incredible. And it is a very smart thing you can do as somebody who is listening and wanting to place maybe more wagers that we're giving out here on the show. Next up for Miami is a trip to New York. Well, fucking New Jersey, to be honest with you. They're playing the Red Bulls on Saturday. Uh, they are the enemy of my team, NYCFC. Then late September, the 27th of September, exactly, they'll face Houston Dynamo in the Open Cup final at home in Miami with a chance to lift their second trophy since Lionel Messi has arrived in their second trophy ever in club history. Buckets, are you going to continue to bet Lionel Messi this weekend? I'm going to wait and I'm going to make sure that we have the usual starting 11 that we see just because Miami has played so many games. I know Messi will play, but I still want to say who's playing around him. I'm probably going to keep betting both teams to score, though. That defense is still not there for Miami right now. I agree with you. But you said that in the last game as well, John Buckets. Am I going to wait for the lineup? They made four changes, and they still fucking won the whole bloody tie. I mean, they're just incredible. All right, let's not waste any time and get stuck into the Premier League. Uh, Buckets, after going 8-2 and two on match day one, the pressure was on us boys, the stoppage time boys, to produce another profitable show for our loyal listeners out there, and we certainly did exactly that. Here's an update on where we sit head-to-head after match day two of the Premier League John Bucket Timer. And our boys behind the scenes are working some magic with these fucking graphics. Buckets, read off what interests you right there and what is pretty special about our bettings on this graphic. Well, there's a lot of things that are special. But first of all, let's start with the fact that we are 13-7. and That is an incredible win rate, especially with the difficulty of betting such careful lines here in the Premier League. What also interests me is the fact that both Ian and I have hit one of our bonkers bets. So we are 2-2 and on our bonkers bets, hitting... Way higher odds than we are on these other plays. So that is very impressive in itself. And the last thing is that combined, we are up almost 13 units of profit, Ian, in the Premier League in the first two weeks. That is unreal right now. After two match days, we've given out 20 picks and we're up almost 13 units. It's pretty good. Enjoy it. But we do feel the pressure. We want to continue to do well. So our betting expert, of course, is John Bucketsheimer, the unicorn. Uh, he's been in profit for both match days. He has 4.6 units up after two match days. He added 3.15 units on match day two. I'm sitting eight, at 8.2 units up after dropping just short of a unit on match day two, going down by two to three on my picks. Basically did that in match day one. Um, but Buckets, this match day three is something... Very interesting indeed, and not easy to make five picks from this match day, but there are some juicy matches out there. You ready to hear the fixtures, baby? Let's do it. On Friday, August 25th, we've got Chelsea at home to Luton. On Saturday, August 26th, we've got Bournemouth against Tottenham, Arsenal against Fulham. We have Brentford against Crystal Palace, Everton against Wolves. We have Manchester United against Nottingham Forest. And then we have Brighton, one of three teams who are undefeated, who have won every game. Brighton at home to West Ham United. Burnley on Sunday, August 27th, will take on Aston Villa. Sheffield United at home to Manchester City minus Pep Guardiola. He is not going to be on the bench. He's back in Spain getting surgery and recovery. He will not be back on the bench until after the international break. And then probably the pick of the round is Newcastle against Liverpool, 11.30 Eastern on Sunday, August 27th. Buckets as usual, 10 picks from the boys. 
I want five from you. I want five from myself. And I'm going to provide some of those five to be a little uh, tasty and edgy this weekend. Uh, in other words, Buckets, uh, producer Rob, he basically said, shut the fuck up and let's focus on the Premier League because of the units that were up right there and because of the impressions that's around our fucking show. Oh, 300,000 impressions. I don't even know what the fuck that means. Sounds good, though. Uh, anyway, let's fucking have it. I want from you. One best bet for the Premier League on Friday's beauty is Chelsea against Luton. Many people would not call it a beauty. I fucking do. One best bet for the Premier League weekend. Any game of your choice, Buckets, on Saturday or Sunday or Monday if you want to stretch it out, but I prefer it to be on Saturday or Sunday. And then one Premier League parlay. You can go anywhere you want. You can have a same game parlay. It has to be a parlay. I also want a Premier League player best bet from you. And then, of course, the bonkers bet, which has to be higher than plus 300 odds. So it is absolutely a long shot. Let's begin with Friday's game, Chelsea against Luton Town. Ian, I have to be honest with you. I despise this matchup. I tried to find a line that was something like Chelsea to put on a disappointing performance, but that was at minus 15,000. So I can't give that out here on the show. Listen, I do not trust Chelsea. And if they were playing anyone other than Luton Town, I would not pick Chelsea to win. However, they're going against Luton Town. So this is the game that Chelsea has to bounce back in and they have to find a victory. So I do think Chelsea win this match, but I'm not going for them to win. Instead, for my best bet, I'm actually going with a player prop. I'm targeting Nicholas Jackson, the number nine here for Chelsea as an anytime goal scorer. You might be thinking, Buckets, he hasn't scored yet. Why do you trust him to score today? Well, again, they're playing Luton Town, so Chelsea should get two or three goals, if not more, in this matchup, and nobody is trying harder to score right now than their new striker, Nicholas Jackson. He is leading every possible offensive statistic for Chelsea right now. The most shots, the most runs inside the boxes, the most dangerous attacks, the just, just everything. This goal is coming sooner than later, and I believe we're finally going to see it happen. So I'm taking Nicholas Jackson for Chelsea, anytime goal score at minus 110. Love the bet, John Bucketsheimer, and I'm certainly not betting against you right there. I love your words, and I love everything you're saying about this game, and I'm leaning in a similar way. Let me just tell you right now, before I get into my bet, that Chelsea are a wounded animal right now. Mikhailo Mudrik, it looks like he's going to miss the game. He has been missing training. Chelsea are the second-worst team for injury list right now, the amount of players who are missing from their matchday squad. Sometimes that can deflate a team, Sometimes it can spur the boys on. And I think that's what's going to happen. My bet here between Chelsea and Luton. Chelsea are currently sitting at minus 450 on the money line against Luton, who are plus 1,100 on points bet. My bet here is Chelsea to be the first team to score three goals in the game. It's currently sitting at plus 100 on points bet. Now, please let me tell you this. This is a mad bet, and I'm going to explain to you in just a minute. But please bet responsibly when placing a wager on this bet. The statistics are interesting. Last season, Chelsea, um, they played 19 home games. They won only six of them. They lost only six of them. They scored a miserable 20 goals. They let in only 19 goals from 19 games. So defensively solid, but not scoring goals, which is poor. Um, They're not much fun to watch at home last season for all their supporters out there. Um, apologies to you Chelsea fans I'm sorry you support that fucking team if that's not mad enough for you then how about this Chelsea have not scored more than two goals at home since October 2022 that was a 3-0 win against Wolves um, on the score sheet that day in the victory over Wolves Christian Pulisic Kai Havertz and Broja two of the three 
are no longer <laughs> at the club. They've only scored one goal in the opening two matches of this season. Here's another stat why you should probably not take this bet. Chelsea have conceded the <laughs> opening goal in their last six Premier League games. If they concede first in this match, it will be a new club record. So now I'm telling you why not to bet this. Now I'm going to tell you why I'm betting this. Chelsea have played well versus Liverpool. Match day one, I thought they were great. They were fun to watch. We did catch the uh, Mohamed Salah long shot assist in that game. But Chelsea played very well and it really impressed me. Um, they took 10 shots on that day. Four of them were on target. They lost 3-1 to West Ham on match day two. But they took 17 shots in that game away from home. Let me tell you, they had four of them on target. So at some point, you would expect them to really turn it around. Let me remind you who they're playing against. Luton Town. They've not played since match day one because their stadium is not ready for the Premier League standards. On match day one, they lost by four goals to one when they traveled to Brighton. They gave up 27 shots on match day one at Brighton. 12 of those shots were on target. Listen, Chelsea are looking for their first win under Maurizio Pochettino. And at some point, you would expect Chelsea and Pochettino to just absolutely spank someone. And I mean, bend them over and spank them. And I've got a feeling that they will score three or more goals against this Luton Town. I'm not saying that Chelsea don't concede. I think they might concede in this game. BTTS is actually sitting right now, both teams to score, at plus 105 on points. But I was thinking maybe I'll go that way. And I was surprised that Mama and John Bucketheimer didn't go that way. But I think it's time for Chelsea to really pull it together. I also just had a quick look at the last two games. These two teams went head-to-head. -head. Uh, there was a game March 2nd, 2022. It was the FA Cup game. Luton Town 2, Chelsea 3. So they scored three goals in that game in the last one. And then in January 24th, 2021, Chelsea 3, Luton 1. So maybe a little reason why you should all jump on the back of this bet is my man, John Bucketheimer, feeling the same. I am actually feeling the same, but I appreciate your honesty in telling people, here's 10 reasons why you shouldn't bet this, but here's also 10 reasons you should. That's the kind of analyst or analysis that you're not going to find on other shows. Ian is always on top of this game, and I respect the hell out of that. My score prediction here, Ian, was 4-1 Chelsea. So I'm right there with you. I love the BTTS look, but I think this is finally the game where Chelsea says, that's enough of the noise. Let's just show everyone that we can do this. Love it. Yeah, you would expect that some of the players who are not in the starting 11 or trying to get into the starting 11 are going to get their opportunity in this game because of the injuries that they've got. Pochettino, he's someone who will reward players with an opportunity, but if they do well for him, he'll keep them in the lineup. So this is a chance for a lot of players who maybe didn't think they were going to be in the starting 11 to step up and score some fucking goals. And I hope your boy is one of them as well, John Bucketheimer. Let's get to your Premier League best bet for this weekend's fixtures match day two. Three. I'm going to... <laughs> two, three, three, we'll go with three. I'm going to go back to the team that broke my damn heart last week. Ian, I've got to back my boys at Newcastle here. And what I think we both probably agree on is the match of the weekend as Newcastle will be hosting Liverpool at St. James Park. I bet BTTS last week when they played Man City and watched 90 minutes of probably some of the most boring footy I have seen in my life in which Newcastle did get clean sheeted. But we all know what Newcastle is capable of, and we all know that Newcastle will bounce back. We also know that Liverpool is also in a little bit of a not the best space right now. There's rumors that we're seeing now that Mohamed Salah might be leaving to the Saudi League. It's just a lot up in the air going on in Liverpool. And we do know that Liverpool doesn't really play defense. They conceded last weekend. They conceded the weekend before to Chelsea. It's just not a defensively solid team. 
So I'm looking at a bounce back for Newcastle here and taking Newcastle over one and a half team total at minus 125 over on points bet. Again, I'm not really sure if Newcastle does win this game and the lines on points bet do kind of reflect this. This could be one of those crazy games where we see a 2-2 or 3-3 kind of score line. I, like, I do like BTTS. I like over two and a half, but I love Newcastle to get two goals here. Love the bet, John Bucket Timer. Love the bet. But before I provide my weekend best bet, can you give me a scoreline prediction that you think is going to happen in that game? I do have a scoreline prediction here. I've got 3-2 going to Newcastle, so I do see a lot of goals in this one. You got a fucking wild scoreline for Liverpool at Newcastle. You ready to hear my best Premier League bet for this weekend? Let's hear it. Well, John Bucketzheimer, I'm sticking on the same game. Okay. Let's have it! It's Newcastle against Liverpool. Newcastle on the money line, plus 115. Liverpool on the money line, plus 200. My best bet here is Newcastle simply on the money line, plus 115 yes. on points bet. Listen, Newcastle United, and here's another reason why I'm negative right now. They haven't beat Liverpool since 2015. They haven't beat Liverpool in eight fucking years. That has to end at some point, so why not right now? Let's not forget that Newcastle last season ended in fourth place in the Premier League above Liverpool and therefore got into the Champions League. Uh, tough games to start the season for Newcastle United versus Aston Villa at home where they scored five goals, let me tell you all. And then at Manchester City where they lost by a goal to nil. And City, they had to work really hard to get that victory. So now at home to Liverpool... That's three very difficult games to start your campaign. But this game is at St. James's Park, a place where Newcastle have made it a war zone, a fortress, the atmosphere that might be, in my personal opinion, the best atmosphere in the Premier League. And that's why I'm going for Newcastle. At home last season, they won 11 games from the 19. They lost only two games from the 19. They scored 36. They let in only 14 goals all of last season at home Ooh. at St. James's Park in 19 games. They were trailing for an average of only 10.4 minutes over the 19 games that they played at home. So they were only losing for an average over the 19 games, 10.4 minutes. Crazy statistic, and I am a fucking weirdo for diving into that one. Opening goals of the season... They scored the opening goal in 11 of their 19 home games last season, which tells me they're on the front foot every single time and trying to get that first goal. Newcastle are such a dangerous side. And I mean, if you look at their players, what they have available to them, Ishak, Almiron, Callum Wilson, who obviously is someone who's coming off the bench most recently, Anthony Gordon, Joel Linton. He's looking fabulous. What a beast he is. They added Sandro Tonali to the list. And that list goes on and on and on and on with talent. I also like their defense, Newcastle. They've got Byrne, who can play in multiple positions. He's the big guy that looks like he's seven foot eight, lanky guy, but pretty good defender, in my opinion. Also good on set plays. They've got Botman, who's one of the best defenders in the Premier League, next to Shar, who's one of the best defenders in the Premier League that we don't even talk about. And then they've got Kieran Trippier playing in that right back slot. Great on dead ball situations. Excellent defender. He'll most likely captain the side. Uh, looking at Liverpool, we did touch upon them in the last episode. They've been somewhat poor on the road last season. They won only six games from the 19. They lost eight of those 19 games. They scored 29, which is not a bad return. They let in 30 goals. Liverpool ended their season very well, and this is where I'm a bit cautious. They played some really good football, and I think this season they've improved. I watched that 1-1 game against Chelsea in London. They were very, very good. Second half, meh, it was okay. 
They're unbeaten in 13 Premier League games, so it'll take a lot for Newcastle to get all three points in this game. As I said last week, Liverpool's attack is frightening. All the names I mentioned last week, Salah, Jota, Gakpo, Luis Diaz, Darwin Nunes, I mean, Job Zulai, fucking ridiculous squad of players. And on their day, they can score goals. So I'm going to say right now, I think BTTS is most likely, but I'm leaning very, very heavily. I am betting with my gut, with my head, with my heart, and every single one of them says Newcastle United at home equals a Premier League win. Please, everybody, bet responsibly. What is my mind, John Bucketheimer? Think about it. Yeah, bet responsibly, but at the same time, you need to tail this bet because I'm with you, man. I think Newcastle is going to win this game outright. I agree also that you're probably going to see BTTS here, but if I think Newcastle are going to score at a very minimum two goals here and maybe three or four, we got to stick with Newcastle money line as well. You know what I love to do in a couple of weeks' time? Me and Buckets are going to take a bit of a break, and I'm heading over to Ibiza to, to take my dancing shoes and head on to the Parlay Partey. Buckets, you ready for the Parlay Partey as well? You're going to Japan and taking your dancing shoes. You ready for the Parlay Partey? The, the one in Japan or the one here on the show? Wherever the fuck you want to go. I mean, just get ready for the Parlay Partey. It's time for the Parlay <laughs> Partey! This week's stoppage time match day three in the Premier League. Buckets, take it away. Get ready for the most boring parlay parte you've ever been a part of in your life here, Ian. But for me, it's a good line and I'm going to take it. Ian mentioned last time on episode 90 of Stoppage Time that there are three teams that have won all three of their matches. Those teams were Arsenal, Manchester City, and Brighton. For my parlay parte, I am betting on Arsenal to win, Manchester City to win, and Brighton to win. I'm taking all of the three best teams who have not lost yet to continue to just win their games. Arsenal will be taking on Fulham, Brighton against West Ham, and Sheffield United against Manchester City. To be honest, Fulham and Sheffield United are non-existent to Arsenal and Man City, and those two should win easily on this one. So the question comes, can Brighton beat West Ham, a West Ham side that just smacked Chelsea 3-1? to And the answer is, of course they can. Have you been watching Brighton so far this season? They look incredible. They are probably the most fun and most creative team to watch for me in the entire Premier League. I've got all three of these teams winning. And again, Ian, I've got them all three winning probably by multiple goals here. Put those three together. You're looking at a nice plus 135 parlay party from your boy, the blonde bombshell. Love the parlay. And I'm bringing it to my party. Buckets, that was a pretty good one. Um, I'm on Brighton a little bit later on, so I'm not going to dive too much into it. But I'm also on something very similar, but a bit safer than yours. You ready for it? All right, let's hear it. All right, my Premier League parlay for this weekend is Arsenal against Fulham, Manchester United against Nottingham Forest, Manchester City at Sheffield United. My best bet here is Arsenal, Manchester United, and Manchester City all to win. It is minus 122 on points bet. Listen, this is a parlay party, baby. I want everybody to join me. Uh, two of the three teams have that 100% record. Manchester United are simply not one of them. Everyone's laughing at them right now, but I've just got a feeling about United. Let's go through the teams. Arsenal, two wins from two so far to start the season. Three goals scored, one goal conceded. They'll want to play better than they did do against uh, Forrest at home in front of their own fans. First half was good. They got a couple of goals. Second half, eh, it was okay. It was nothing special. So I think they're going to want to play better at home in front of their supporters this time around. Fulham have won only one of their last four games against Arsenal across all competitions. So obviously the trends continue. Fulham just got spanked last weekend. I really believe that Arsenal are a good side this season and they're going to be very dangerous. 
Manchester United. This is where it changes and this is where it gets interesting. They were beaten 2-0 by Tottenham Hotspur last weekend, which was an interesting and confusing result considering they were very good in the first 45 minutes. They're going to want to rebound from that result and also want to rebound from the last time they were home against Wolves when it was another disappointing performance. They won by a goal to nil, but they almost drew that game, you remember, with a late foul from Onana, Onana coming out. Um, but I've got a feeling they're going to go for three points desperately at home. And this is the type of game that you've got to beat. You've got to beat a Nottingham Forest who are going to be away from home. They don't have that comfort of how well they play at home or the confidence of what they get from those home games. Uh, Man United have won the last nine games against Nottingham Forest across all competitions. And listen to these stats. They scored 34 goals in those nine games. 34 goals in nine games, all competitions. They've only conceded two in the last nine against Nottingham Forest. So therefore, I'm leaning towards my club, Manchester United. Manchester City, on the other hand, they have won two already. 100% record, uh, scored four goals, zero goals against, which is interesting. They got that first victory against Burnley. Then they got that victory um, at home last week against Newcastle. They're such a top side, but let's not forget that Pep Guardiola is not on the bench. So can we expect them to take their foot off the gas just a little bit with no Pep Guardiola screaming at them from the sidelines? I can imagine you could see that. But this team, this mentality, this chemistry, the leadership that they have within that group, they expect nothing less than 110 mile an hour. They're going to fucking go for all three points. City have won the last five and have won those games without conceding a single goal. So I think Manchester City are going to win that game. So just a reminder to everybody out there, I'm going for Arsenal, Manchester United, Manchester City, all to win. It's currently minus 122 on points, but I got a feeling Buckets agrees with me. Yep, I've got no issue with that. We have two of the same three legs. And of course, Manchester United is looking for that bounce back, which is one of my favorite angles to bet. Any team, I think they're showing no mercy this weekend. I love it, Ian. I was going to go for Brighton. I looked at the Brighton one, and I got scared a little bit. I think there's going to be goals in that game, and Brighton, the way they're scoring goals right now, are so fun to watch. So I do believe you, and I think your odds are a bit tastier with the Brighton thrown in there instead of Manchester United. Um, but I got a feeling both will probably hit here this weekend. Buckets, I'm really excited because what we've been doing this season is we've been talking more about the Premier League and we've been learning a lot more about individual players and trying to make some money for our loyal listeners with the player best bet for the Premier League. Where are you going this weekend? Ian, I need you to buckle up and lock in because not only am I about to give out a bet that I have never given out in 91 episodes of Stoppage Time, this is a bet I have never placed in my betting career. And frankly... I didn't even know it was an option. Last week, you talked about the passing option for James Madison, having him over 55 passes. And it made me want to go and look into points bet sportsbook and see what other kind of unique player props they have. And boy, oh boy, did I find a tasty one for us here, Ian. I'm looking at that matchup between Burnley and Aston Villa. And I'm looking at your boy, Ollie Watkins, not for shots, but for tackles. Ollie Watkins to have one or more tackle on points bet is currently plus 130 in this matchup. And do you know what he's done all three matches across all competitions so far this season? Had at least one tackle. This is an extremely weird one, but I see a very scrappy game as Burnley are going to be desperate not only to get their first win at home, but get their first goal at home. And Ali is going to do what he's done every time. Probably get some shots, probably score some goals, but he's going to get that one tackle for us. And a plus 130, Ian, it's a bit of a weird one, a bit of an odd one, 
but PointsBet is looking out for us by giving us this option. What do you think here? This is a very interesting play. Obviously, going for a tackle and, and strikers, it's an interesting one because they have to lose possession of the ball and then chase the ball back to get that tackle, or they have to get back and make that tackle from a set play. It is very doable, and the trends are telling us that there is that opportunity for it to happen. Let's not forget that this guy's red hot in front of goal right now. I know he let us down last week, but he just scored a hat-trick against Hibernian in the qualification for Europa Conference, if I'm not mistaken, yesterday. Yep. A hat-trick? I mean, fucking hell, man. I thought you were going to go with shots right there. I did look at it, but I felt three shows in a row with the big Ollie, man. I don't think I'm going to do that one. Um, you also got to be very careful with these player bets because we don't know who they're going to rest with these games. They're playing in cup competition. They're playing in Europe. They're playing many, many games right now. So expect rotation at some point. But Ollie Watkins scoring a hat-trick, they took him off and, of course... Uh, there's a reason for that, and that's to prepare him for the weekend. So, fuck yeah. And who doesn't love a tackle? I love tackles. <laughs> I got many. I figured you'd like this one, man. <laughs> love that bet. It's very interesting. I'm going to be cheering for every single tackle and hoping that Ollie gets one as well. Buckets, you did point out that the player bet, the prop bets are interesting. And um, last week I played the James Madison passes against Manchester United. It didn't come off for me, but I really enjoyed the wager. And this is something for everybody out there to learn. If you can find something that gives you pleasure... Why run away from it? I'm going to go back to the player pop passing. And this is another one that I think has got a really big chance of happening. Ready for my player best bet? Let's go. Let's have it. I am going to the game between Arsenal and Fulham. Arsenal in the money line, minus 500. Fulham, plus 1,300 on the money line. My best bet here for the players is Kai Havertz to have 30 or more passes in the game. It's currently sitting at minus 115 on points bet. Kai Havertz is some player who has impressed me so far since he's been at Arsenal. Yet he has been receiving some criticism because his lack of assists, lack of goals, lack of what he was doing at Chelsea. He wasn't the big fucking fan favourite at Chelsea anyway. This time around, he's playing a little deeper. Therefore, he's getting a lot more involved in the game. Against Nottingham Forest at home, Kai Havertz had 53 passes in the game with an 89% completion rate. Away from home against Crystal Palace, he only had 28. But that being away from home, in this Arsenal side, Arsenal had 53% possession of the ball. It's actually not bad. So all we're expecting is for them to have more of the ball at home against Fulham. And that's why I'm taking this bet. I honestly feel that Arsenal are going to dominate this game. And I think the ball is going to be moving around quickly for the Gunners. I think at home, that's what they want to do. Fulham are dangerous on the counter-attack. Fulham are very dangerous in the channels as well. I think you got to keep the ball as much as you possibly can. I think Fulham will sit back with numbers behind it, meaning that Harvard should get on the ball regularly. He's been playing well. I think his goal is coming soon for the Gunners as well. In that Arsenal jersey, he's desperate to get a goal. We know that. Um, but as I mentioned already, he has come under criticism from the supporters about lack of statistics. But if he doesn't have 30 passes in this fucking game at home to Fulham, then I might be adding to the criticism that he's been getting from the fans. He better get 30 passes this game. I'm going to be honest here, and I'm going to tell you to be very careful because um, it's not one that I feel too great about. I'm not going to lie. I don't feel too great about. But it's one that my head keeps telling me. I went back and forth, back and forth with this bet. I was thinking, where the fuck am I going to go? I don't want to let the loyal listeners down. But every single time, this one kept coming back at me. I kept going back to it. I changed it, and I went back to it. I changed it, and I kept going back to it. I'm very high on this player. I'm very high on Kai Havertz, and um, 
I think he's going to he's going to have a big season. I think he's got a real big role to play as well. So, I think he's going to have a lot of contacts on the ball, therefore complete a lot of passes and um bet responsibly. That's probably my last words to everybody out there. He's got a big chance. It's only 30 passes. Let's do it, Kai Havertz. What do you think, buckets? I have no clue, Ian. Got to be honest with you. Passing is something that I have not dug into yet, but I need to add to my arsenal. Hey, there we go. Yeah, no, I like it. I think it's a good look, mostly because of the pressure that Havertz is under. That's going to boil down to him having to produce some kind of results. And at this point, even getting assist is going to help this argument that he's a part of this team. So he's going to be looking to be a playmaker. Might be a little selfish with the ball, but I do see him passing plenty here. Against Crystal Palace, he was a little bit further forward. Against Nottingham Forest at home, he was a little bit further deeper. So I'm intrigued to see where he plays in this game. Obviously, we want him to start in the eleven. And if he does start in the 11, the bet's a go. So let's be careful when you're placing this bet, making sure that our guys are in the 11. Kai Havertz has been praised very highly from his coach, Mikel Arteta. And I honestly believe that this has got a big chance of hitting. It's the moment that most of our people have been waiting for. It's the bonkers bet time. This bet must be over plus 300 odds. It's a crazy bet. It's a long shot. It's a bet that most likely should never come off for me and for buckets. But over the last two match days... I've hit one, and Buckets has hit one, and you've all made profit. Buckets, where are you going this time? For my bonkers bet, which, as Ian mentioned, I did hit last week, I'm going to the match between Everton and Wolves. Probably a game that nobody is excited for, but I see value here, and some might even say that I see bonkers value here. I am taking the Wolves to score in both halves of this match, which is plus 355 over on points bet sportsbook. I have said this since day one of the Premier League season. Fade the absolute hell out of Everton. They are outclassed. They are outgunned. This is a team that will fall apart and, frankly, could get relegated this season. And while I said similar things about the Wolves, I have been very impressed with how the Wolves played their first two matches against Manchester United and Brighton. They went against some of the best that the Premier League has to offer and probably should have gotten a point off of Manchester United. But also, they played well against both sides. When they played Brighton, they had 16 shots. When they played Manchester United, they had 23 shots, and they held more than 45% possession against both of these giants of the Premier League. If they play how they've been playing against these big clubs, then they are going to decimate this Everton squad, even though they are the underdog. But it's the fact that they're the underdog that we're getting this plus 355 value here, Ian. So, as always, you got to bet responsibly with a number like this, but I would not be shocked if the Wolves shocked the world this weekend. Wow, it's a big bet to take buckets, and it's a big risk. It's a really interesting one for you to take it as well, especially against Sean Dyche's Everton. Like yeah. he he's a big defender, and like he fucking wants to win games and keep them in the Premier League. And at some point, Everton are going to start to win games consistently. So this is going to be a really tough one. That game's going to be either four four or fucking nil nil. I really believe <laughs> exactly. that. It's got a real chance of hitting your bet because I really think it's going to be a fucking crazy game. So. I love the bet. Listen, I tail the bonkers anyway just because it's fun. I'm cautiously when I'm betting it here, always. But I am uh, always intrigued with the bonkers, and uh, that one there is something pretty saucy. You hit that last season, didn't you, with Leeds United? You hit that? It was a crazy bet. We hit Leeds United versus Newcastle, yep. BTTS, in both halves Correct. at like plus 1,500 or something crazy. Yeah, that was crazy. Obviously, that one was a little bit wilder, but yeah. To score in both halves. That's a great bet. It's an unusual bet, and it's something very interesting. All right, WTF time, Buckets. You ready? Let's go. Strap Let's on go. the fucking seatbelt. 
All right. Must be over plus 300 odds, everybody. I am turning my attention to the game. Brighton against West Ham. It is minus 210 on the money line for Brighton. West Ham plus 500 on the money line. My best bet here, the WTF bet, is Kauro Mitoma to have one or more assist in the game. It's currently sitting at plus 350 on points bet. And let me tell you that Mitoma is in red hot form right now. And this bet is fucking on fire. Let me tell you why. Mitoma so far in this campaign, two games he has played. He's got one goal, two assists, 171 minutes on the pitch, 66 accurate passes, 93% accuracy, which is insane numbers for a player who's so offensive-minded. Expected assists, I didn't even know that was a thing. 1.28 per game. Okay, I'll take that. Last season, here is the statistics as well. 33 games, 7 goals, 5 assists, 2,350 minutes on the pitch, and then also 761 passes that were complete, which is a 93% accuracy again. Absolutely ridiculous. Expected assists last season was to be over 4.5, so he got his 5. But this season... Mitoma is absolutely flying. He is watching players leave Brighton. Players being rumored to leave Brighton. And he's maybe interested about the money that's happening in Saudi Arabia as well. But also trying to win something maybe with a bigger club. Don't get me wrong. Brighton this season, 100% record. They are awesome to watch. And he's one of the big reasons why. Um, I really think he's still got room for development to get better as a player. So I'm really happy he stays at Brighton. This season, under the Zerbi, they look awesome. 26 years old, he is now 11 goals, 10 assists in 43 Brighton games for the club. He's got a potential to be a fucking superstar. Mark my words. And I really believe he's going to get a massive move at some point to a big club. And I don't want to offend any Brighton fan out there or Premier League fans out there. Brighton are in the top. In fact, they might even be top of the table right now on goal difference. I think they are. But if he gets an assist in this next game, it will be three consecutive games with an assist which is a phenomenal achievement for a club like Brighton and a player like Mitoma. Buckets, I know you're heavy on Brighton getting it done here, but I got a feeling this one has a real good fucking chance of hitting because I'm expecting Brighton to score three, four, five goals against West Ham. I'm right there with you. I'm in the exact same boat. I'm expecting a ton of goals in this matchup, and we're also seeing a lot of these Brighton strikers really stepping up and becoming new options available for Mitoma. You've got Joao Pedro there. You've got Solly March, who has scored, I believe, in both games that he's played so far and is looking yep. incredible. The attacking options that Brighton have are going to allow a player like Matoma to do whatever he wants with the ball. And he's the kind of guy that he's just going for assist. It's what he does, Ian. At plus 350, I'm in. I'm in. I love it. Let me just update everybody on the table while I pull my phone out here. Brighton are top of the table. They've scored eight goals in two games. They've only conceded two. Manchester City are second. They've scored four and zero conceded. Arsenal scored three and one conceded from the two games. Those are the only three teams who have a 100% record right now. Buckets, that is another Premier League heavy betting show in the books. Episode number 91 is almost done. Almost. I got something why, for you. Why almost done? Uh-oh. I actually have something for a loyal listener out there. You ready? I have no idea what this is. <laughs> all right. So, you know, I'm going through the comments because I like to mention our loyal listeners and all the fans out there that I love so dearly. And I ask for the comments and I want to hear your honest truth. What do you think? What do you feel? Let us know what you want. And then I got this message. I came across this. And this is from Frank... Rubino 9972. 
He said, MLS picks from Hot Cocoa, please. And I thought, well, holy fuck. Me and Buckets are here working our asses off. It takes me about 10 hours to prepare for a single show. It takes Buckets about three weeks to prepare for a single day <laughs> for the 495 bets that he produces. But yet, we have a loyal listener out there that wants hot cocoa. Well, Frank, this is just for you. Backed by popular demand, also known as someone named Frank. Hi, Frank. This is Hot Cocoa with your MLS pick. For my pick, I'm going to do a same-game parlay at New York Red Bulls versus Inter-Miami. And I'm going to choose Messi anytime goal scorer along with Miami double chance. At plus 100 odds, I don't think you can go wrong. Miami, this will be their first full-season game with Messi on their side, and it will be full throttle ahead if they want any chance at making the playoffs. Also, New York Red Bulls, they have lost or tied more games at home than they've won, and that's before they played the GOAT. The only thing I would maybe keep an eye out for is if Messi starts because he's been playing a lot of cup games, but other than that, I think it's a pretty good bet. Anyways, I hope you enjoyed, and Frank, you're a legend. Frank. Buckets. Producer Matt <laughs> just said in my ear before the video ended there, he said 10 seconds, and that's about how long I last with Hot Cocoa, all right? I'm just going to throw it out there. Uh, hot Cocoa, there she is. Uh, Frank, that one was just for you. So that's Hot Cocoa, a.k.a. my wife, uh, also known as the best MLS better in town, or maybe even in the USA. I mean, she's on fire. She's hot. And I'm not talking about, like, how hot, hot she is. I'm talking about how hot she is as a better. I mean, she's hot as fuck. I mean, I just face it. I'm just going to throw it out. It's my wife, you know, so got to be kind to her and all this shit. But fucking hell, man. You see the eyes at the end there holding up the glass? I was like, God damn. She really wants to send a message to Frank. What did you think of that? Uh, I, I don't know what to say after your little uh, rant you went on there. I think it's from a pick perspective, from a betting perspective, I think it's a great look. As she mentioned, they need to keep winning and they have to start winning immediately if they want to shot the playoffs. And she also followed my lead, Ian, and said, be careful with lineups because he's tired, which is something that you made fun of me for. But I agree. I think it's a great look. And at plus odds, how do you not take a hot cocoa parlay? Frankie boy, that's just for you. Loyal listeners, we listen to what you're saying. And if we can play around with some of the comments, we will do that. So thank you, everybody, uh, for all your comments, for all the love. Um, I wanted to remind everybody out there, Buckets, that the Bundesliga is also back. Match day two is coming up this weekend. And if you're looking for some Bundesliga picks for this weekend from myself and John Bucketsheimer, from our crew here at Stoppage Time with PointsBet, please go back and watch episode number 90 of Stoppage Time. We gave out predictions for every single game. We also gave some goal scorers if there was goals in those games and a few little extras. So go back and watch episode number 90, which is doing really well. Uh, Buckets, uh, it's not something short of amazing what we're achieving here because the way we're formatting it, people seem to be enjoying this shit. People are enjoying it. And we have to shout out the crew behind the scenes because those graphics, I got to imagine, Ian, that they're doing to make things easier for all of our wonderful viewers, that can't be easy. So thank you to all the boys behind the scenes for making this possible. We also got some comments uh, that I thought would intrigue you about this subject. This is from Heifer Jr. 3270. He said, the Premier League is whack. Please don't ever stop talking about and covering the other leagues. I don't think the Premier League is a great league to bet on. Well, listen, listen I'm really sorry, Heifer, uh, but 
if you're interested, the Bundesliga is right there for you. Episode 90. Go back, check it out on the podcast format or on YouTube. You can listen to all of our predictions for every single game. Then we got this one from Dennis VH3811. Absolutely gonna bet that Florian Verts to score an assist on Saturday. Thanks in advance, Ian, for when this bet hits. Buckets, I fucking <laughs> love our loyal listeners. We've got the best listeners out there, Ian. And I love hearing stuff like that because, again, that's something you kind of mentioned casually. Maybe you want to do this, and they say, yes, I'm absolutely doing it. That's incredible. <laughs> Great stuff, buddy. That was fun. Episode number 91 of Stoppage Time is in the book. We're getting closer and closer to that magical 100 number. I wonder how many episodes we'll finally get to before we do get fired buckets. Uh, over and under, what, what number would you think it would be? I'm going to give us 99.5 over under. We won't reach I don't know 100. if we're hitting 100. <laughs> I don't know if we're getting there. <laughs> Uh, I want to thank everybody for their support. Please, uh, everybody, like, subscribe, follow, comment. Make sure you do all the great things. Share the show as much as you possibly can. Share the show. I did notice on the podcast format after Buckets put a tweet out there that 32 uh, comments are now up there. We read some of them out on episode number 90. Go back and check some of them out. Or go on the podcast format if you want and drop another comment in there. Drop a comment on the YouTube format. We're also going to drop a link to our social media following. Please go follow Stoppage Time on all of our social media platforms. Follow John Bucket Timer. What's your handle, Buckets? Where can people find you? You think I would know this, man? I forget. Bucket John Betts. Fucking hell, even I know. Bucket John Betts. It's Bucket John Betts. <laughs> and where can they find you? Which platforms? Oh, Twitter and Instagram. I've been trying to get more active on Instagram, and I think I'm doing decent at it, maybe. I've noticed. And then what's that other fucking thing that's copying Twitter now? We're also on there. What's that called? The other thing that's associated Copied. with Instagram. Oh, threads. Threads. Oh, I forgot we're, about oh, threads. We're, yeah. on, we're on threads. We're on threads, <laughs> we're on threads as well. Uh, don't forget that at PointsBet, we've got you covered for your betting needs. Make sure if you are interested in gambling with us, uh, placing a wager with us, having some fun with us, enjoying the game. I mean, you might want to sit down this weekend and be like, you know what? I need a little excitement in my life, you know? Hot Cocoa's not sitting next to me. Somebody else is sitting next to me. So I'm looking for that excitement. So maybe I'll place a wager on this game. Listen to me in buckets. We'll spice up your life. You don't even need to look at what's next to you. Go have some fun. Place a wager. The game is just a little bit more intense, a little bit more energetic, and a lot more fun if you place a small wager that is betting responsibly on a game of your choice. Have a great weekend, everybody. Buckets, I hope you have a great weekend as well. I want you to bet responsibly, but just like Big Frank just got. Big Frank just got it right there. He just got it from Hot Cocoa. He's going to absolutely have it! In a real match, you must keep your emotions in check in order to stay on the pitch. It's no different in the betting world. If you want to continue to wager on your favorite teams and sports, stay in control of your betting and check in on your friends to make sure that they are doing the same.